0: be really interesting like i like pinto and i i remember everyone like and this is the thing that i think sense fans need to start realizing we need to stop looking at the draft we really need to stop looking at a player being like he was drafted way too early you know who you can make an argument who was drafted way too late mark stone sixth round pick and now he's making nine and a half million dollars pajot drafted i think in the fifth round and making five million hoffman Welcome to the Sens Hour podcast, your number one source for Sens content, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, hosted by Shane from Ottawa and... And Derek from Muskoka, almost near Leaf country out here. Um, but I think Clevin was, was right up there because they traded up to get him uh, with the Leafs. And again, they, they passed up some talented players for a guy like Clevin. But now Clevin's all of a sudden looking like a talented player himself. Like that goal that he scored um, in the third game in UND was outrageous. It was just not something you're expecting from the Twitter scouts, especially. (laughs) Sends our podcast, your number one stop for all your Senators content. New episodes coming at you every Monday and Thursday, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Have a good one. Stay safe.
1: Take care. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports and how payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is Jam Packed with... Jam-packed with action, ranging from basketball to golf, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front-row seat to all the action. Making a lineup, Make a lineup on DraftKings has excitement every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap, sit back, and watch the points pile up. DraftKings has paid over $7 billion to use this across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all the action. Now, all you Now, all you need to do to play is download the DraftKings app and sign up using the promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Again, promo code THPN. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 24 of season 2 of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here for episode 24 of season 2 of the Kings Den. There's a lot to be excited about in LA. The LA Kings are the hottest team in hockey right now, winning games left and right. They extended their winning streak to five straight games on Monday night after beating the St. Louis Blues 3-0. We'll get into all that. This been an impressive stretch for the LA Kings right now, and it's just hopefully it's just going to keep going, man. We talked about how this is a huge, huge road trip for this team, and I said going into it, I said going into the road trip, if you get... What was it? If you get six points, you're in good shape. I said if you get half the points, it's a successful road trip. They're at that through three games, right? Got all six points through three games. Haven't allowed a point since. And they up the winning streak up to five games Monday night with the 3 nothing win against the St. Louis Blues. First of all, in this game, the Kings wearing those reverse retro, or sorry, not the Kings, the Blues wearing those blue or red reverse retros. Those things are sweet. I love those things. A lot of people hate them. I know the Blue Notes guys hate them. I think those are awesome. But don't work for them on Monday night. As the LA Kings beat the St. Louis Blues. 3-2, nothing. It all started with, what did we talk about last episode? We talked about uh, how the, some of the Kings deserve some credit. We talked well, the whole team deserves credit. Not, this team deserves some respect on their name. We talked about that in the last episode. But we talked about Gabe Velarde. We talked about how he should be up for the Calder. He could be up. For the Calder. He opened the scoring in this game. A first period goal. Made it one to nothing. A power play goal from Carter and Grundstrom. Great goal. Great to get the special teams going. Once again, we've talked about the special teams has been good for this team this season. Another power play goal. They went 1-2 for two on the night. Again, Velarde, his fifth of the year from Carter and Grundstrom. That made it one to nothing. And, you know, good to get the second unit power play a goal. Because most of the goals, it's been like... It's been the first unit. It's good to see the second unit get a goal. Villardi gets his fifth of the season. That made it one to nothing. And then fast forward late in the second period. Now chances at both ends, but then late at the second period, Dustin Brown takes advantage of a turnover, and just cuts in front of the net from the left side, and just flying in midair gets it past the goaltender. That made it two to nothing. At the time, Brown's ninth of the year, definitely a highlight real goal for sure on that effort as he flew and got it past Bennington to make it two to nothing. He literally was on the left side, offhand, cut to the middle, flew and got it past Bennington. That made it two to nothing at the time and all the goals come in late in periods in this game. Vellardis was with two thirty left to go in the first period. Dustin Brown's two nothing goal was with just over a minute left in the second period. And then Brown with just over a minute left Scores the empty netter, his tenth of the season, first Kings player to reach double digits this season. His tenth of the season, a two-goal game for Dustin Brown, both unassisted. That made it three 0 nothing, and that would pretty much seal the deal for your LA Kings as they would go on to beat the St. Louis Blues three to nothing in this game. Like I said, Dustin Brown, his ninth and tenth of the year, he is up there in in goals. What is it? Austin Matthews has 16. McDavid has 12 or 13. Brock Besser and a few others have twelve. A few have eleven. Dustin Brown's right there with ten, and you know, it's it's awesome to see. It. And also, this game was huge not only for two goals for Dustin Brown. This was his twelve hundredth career game. All them. first Kings player in LA his and first player in Kings history. Sorry to reach that feat. So congrats to Dustin Brown on doing that as well. Two goals in your twelve hundredth game. Just a great great accomplishment for Dustin Brown, well-earned, well-deserved, and the great career that he has had. You know who else was great in this game? Jonathan Quick. He's been great of late. 31 stops to get his second shutout in three games. Second, I believe. Yeah, second shutout in three games. His 54th of his career. That moves him to tied for 24th all-time, I believe. But it's just a great game for Jonathan. Both goalies were great in this game. Quick and Bennington. Bennington made 29 saves. The shots were even in this game. 31-31. Quick was the first star with the shutout. Bennington was the second star with just allowing the two goals. But Quick, man, a huge part of this winning streak has been the goaltending. And they've been the goaltending has been awesome in this stretch. And Quick, playing the, some of the best hockey he has in a while with two shutouts in this streak. The one problem for the Kings in this game was the face-off circle as the Blues won just under 60% of the face-offs in this game. And also the Blues were way more physical team in this game as well, out hitting the Kings 39-20. to But that doesn't matter as your LA Kings came out with the victory. The Blues put the push on in the third period, and LA did a great job to shut them down. They were aggressive during the first half of the third period, but they were smart aggressive, and they knew not to make dumb plays. And the Blues were battling back, but LA did a great job to shut them down as the Blues had 14 shots in the third period, 14 of 31 shots in the third period. They were pushing to get back in the game, but the Kings did a great, great job to shut them down. And I was just talking about that game as well, let's just talk with the man of the hour, the man of the game, Dustin Brown, the two goals in his 1,200th career game. He he said... uh. Just on the second unit getting a goal and having both power play units looking good in the game, he said it's huge. The last couple of games they've been, uh, they've been a cleaner power play than us. It's just how it works. Some nights we have really good players on both units. I think the other key to it is that we have a little bit different looks on each one, so it's tough to defend it if you have to adjust to Gabe's unit versus Kopi's unit because of how we run it. So, it's true. Like both of these, both power plays do have different looks, and that can be very tough to defend for an opposing team for sure. And then just talking about the surge that the team is on right now, the winning streak, Dustin Brown said, I think here, it's definitely a team collective. We just talked about getting those guys back in the lineup. they are huge parts of our team and we weathered the storm while they were out. we, We're getting more pieces back, and it really helps us. The surprise part, I think everyone is probably surprised outside of the room. I think we have a good team in here. I think we're building some of the momentum that we had last year. The confidence. We have some young young players coming in and kind of learning on the fly and doing a pretty good job of it. You have a good veteran core group, and some other spots are starting to get filled by some younger players, which is a good thing. And that's true. You're seeing that in you're seeing that a ton on this team, where the younger guys are filling in the roles and setting their spots. They're putting their spots. Kind of in pen instead of in pencil. And it's awesome to see some of the players doing that as well. And he was referring to players getting back, of course, in the last game in Arizona. Andres Athanasi was back in the lineup. This game, Sean Walker was back in the lineup. Awesome to see him back in the lineup. Definitely a face that you want back in the lineup as well. So good to have him back on the back end in that game as well. And then just head coach Tom McClellan, On being back in the lineup, on on the game as well. First of all, again on the on the power play. Speaking about the power play as well, he said, without a doubt, it can keep the opposition off balance. The second unit doesn't mimic what the first unit does, but in certain situations, especially on breakouts and entries, they do something different, and it's valuable when you're clicking. Tonight, they got the game-winning goal. It was important for them to feel confident, and I think we kept them out. They're a little bit longer than we would have normally, but they've deserved that time in other power play situations, so good for them. That's true. The second unit did look great, and it's just going to look better, and I hope hope it does. Like I said, the special teams have looked great for this team so far this season, and they're just going to keep that going for sure. And then talking about Athanasius' presence back in the lineup, actually, he said the first one, it's difficult to come back from what he went through, not being able to train basically at all for two weeks. It's a tough thing for any athlete in any sport. To come back and integrate back, and the lineup, I think, speaks volumes about his ability to skate and his quickness. Today, I think we saw that a little more. He was quick hands, quick feet. That line was dangerous. There's some speed on the wing. And Imadio can move the puck around. We were happy with the minutes they gave him. So, again, happy with Ath- Athanasiu's second game back in the lineup. Definitely improving on. It's tough when you have to go from do nothing for two weeks to all of a sudden being back. You're supposed to be 100% again. That's tough to do. And I thought, he was doing that, he's looking a lot better. And then just talking about, again, had Coach Thomas Holland now just touching on the five-game winning streak and if and the veterans, he said, oh, we're not surprised one bit. We've chosen these five to be here for a reason. They have championship char- characteristics and qualities that have spread throughout the locker room on a daily basis. They so can win through nothing or lose through nothing. They're still doing the things that need to bring them that we need them to bring to the young players along. It's such a good environment for a young player to be in right now. He was referring to the leadership group. And it is such a great leadership group that the Kings have. And a lot of them are playing well. And it started to take the league by notice. There's a lot of people noticing it. And it's just awesome to see. Like Colpetar is one of the best players. If not, the, is right up there. If not, the best player in the North Division so far this season. Drew Doughty is right up there. He's having a great season like we talked about. Last episode, Dustin Brown's having a great season. The veterans are all having great seasons, and it's awesome to see for this LA Kings team because it's what this team needed. It is really what this team needed, is to have this great veteran group produce and click, but also help the young guys along as well, and they're doing a great, great job of that, and it's awesome to see. And now a little live reaction here as... Your LA Kings just beat the St. Louis Blues for the second time in a row, winning two to one. They're six straight wins, six straight wins for the LA Kings, tied for the most Tied for the longest winning streak this season in the NHL. The game literally just ended. I'm gonna break it down quickly right now here in episode twenty four of season two of the Kings. And quickly before we get into this game, we've talked about how the Kings are just getting healthy in the uh, like, Athanasio back, Lazotte back, Walker back. Well, of course, as we know, on the weekend, they lost Jared Anderson Dolan to an injury. He got placed on the injured reserve earlier today before this game. And just minutes before this game, we found out that Mikey Anderson wasn't good to go on the defensive end. A lower body injury wasn't good to go. Kind of a shock that he wasn't good to go. He took took uh part in the morning skate, but it wasn't good to go. So, he was out tonight. Curtis McDermott went back in, but you know, this is what the LA Kings team has done over the course of this winning streak. They've had lineup changes, guys in, guys out, doesn't matter. They're finding ways to win every single night, and they did did it again tonight, winning their sixth straight game, a 2-1 win over the Blues, so perfect on the road trip so far, the two games in Arizona and the two games against St. Louis. Now, in this game, man, you got to feel bad for Cal Peterson, man so close to the shutout. Jonathan Quick has the shutout in the game one, and Cal Peterson was a minute and 46 seconds away from getting the shutout as well. A full shutout of the Blues would have been insane. We'll get to that in a second. It was The Blues had the momentum in the first period. They came out firing. They were trying to take advantage of this LA Kings team. They outshot... Uh, the Blues outshot the Kings 11-5 to, to five in the first period. But the Kings did a great job of shutting the door. Cal Peterson was great in this game. He, he saved this game for the LA Kings. He was really, really great in this game. 35 saves, the first star of the game. But um, it was 0-0 after the first. You get to the second period. You know, halfway through the game, just over halfway through the second period, just over halfway through the game, just a nice little innocent play, but a smart play by Dustin Brown. Maudet gets left to Dustin Brown. Brown's coming up the right wing, and he sees he doesn't really have a passing option, so what does he do? He just puts a shot on net off the pads of Bennington. It goes right to Iafalo cutting to the net, who finds the back of the net, Iafalo, his sixth of the season. That made it one to nothing for the Kings at the time. Of course, Brown with the assist, his seventh of the year, and only Maudet with the secondary assist. That's his second assist of the season. And then just a few minutes later, first first one since we had back in the lineup, Andres Athanasi, you know, he's playing on that fourth line right now because of the chemistry that was developed while he was out of the lineup. And, you know, Athanasi was getting some chemistry now with the fourth line With uh, as he scores his fourth, assisted by Wagner and McDermott. And, you know, this is one that I think Jordan Bennington is going to want back. It just got underneath his love one, off his loving in. I think it's one that he's going to want back. But, you know, it was a nice play by Wagner nice curl pass by Wagner he was up going up towards the left corner curled it back down to Athena who ripped it past Bennington and again I think it's one personally that Blues fans aren't happy that Benning- that it went in I think it's one that Bennington should have stopped honestly but hey goes in for the Kings great job by the Kings that made it two to nothing it was two to nothing for the Kings after the second period just like it was on Monday night and then in the third period it was a lot of the same as Monday night. The Kings did a great, great job on the forecheck getting zone time and doing a great job keeping the puck in when the Blues were trying to get it out. They really killed a lot of the clock in it. Sean Walker, I thought, had an awesome third period, unbelievable third period on the defensive end. He did a great job keeping the puck in multiple times. Man, that line of Lazad in there right now with Grunstrom and uh, Moore, they did a great, great job on the forecheck. The forecheck was unbelievable for the team in this game and in the third period they did a really great great job of keeping the Blues on their toes and in their defensive end when they were trying to to come up and tie the game, get back in the game. And uh also was that the longest 6 on 5 delayed penalty in history? I mean, the Kings got a delayed penalty and the 6-on-5 went for about, like, three minutes. Kings did a great job ki- getting it out of the zone, forcing the Blues to get it out of the zone without touching it. It was crazy. That was, I don't think, I've never seen a 6-on-5 from a delayed penalty that long before. It went for over three minutes, but the Kings did a great job. They finally touched the puck, and then they did a great job on the on the penalty kill, just like we've talked about before. Just a Blues all for 4 on the power play tonight. Like the King's penalty kill is doing outstanding work. They only had one power play. They went 0 for 1. But the penalty kill is just doing outstanding work for this team. And it's just it's just awesome to see. It just really is. And then after the power play, Kings do a great job of uh on the penalty kill, like I just said. It was actually six on four for a while as well. They pulled the goalie for a bit as well. Kings did a great job. But then six on five goalie pulled. Yeah, you know, the way it was going, like the blues were putting in relentless press pressure, but you just thought you know, like, Cal- is Cal Peterson going to get this shutout? I really think he is. But then, no, uh, Sunquist finally got one past uh Cal Peterson with a minute 46 left. That made it 2-1. to one. That cut the deficit in half. And as a Kings fan, you're like, oh, no. Like, what's going to happen? Like, this isn't a good sort of thing. But the Kings, you know, they kept at it. They did a great job to shut the door down. There was a puck that was just beside uh. Peterson towards open net, but Kempe did a great job to get his stick in there and get back. And then, how do you not get that empty netter? I mean, the Kings have been great at getting the empty netter. Doughty has his chance. He misses by 30 feet, hooks it a little bit. Velarde wins the race to get it and hammers it off the post. I mean, first of all, great job by Velarde to neglect the icing. But you have part of the net and you hit it off the post. That's almost more impressive that you hit it off the post than off uh, then get it in the net, but you know, that that was that was icing on the cake. That and it was great to see as the LA Kings come out with the two one win over the Saint Louis Blues. Perfect on the road trip so far. Four and zero on the road trip. Six and zero in their last six. Six straight wins and of course points in their last seven. But six straight wins for the LA Kings. They are the hottest team in hockey right now. Are the playoffs a possibility? It very much could be very much could be the way they're playing right now with six straight wins and we talked a lot about this north division how we really thought that like the top three in this division were like St Louis, Colorado and Vegas but I don't know man like the all those three teams have been like just okay you know they've been like good to okay they haven't been great like they thought like everyone thought that they were gonna be they've been very shaky very average so it's kind of interesting to see where this division holds up. Dustin Brown was the second star of this game. He had a great game and then Drew Doughty was the third star of this game. He had a great game as well. He was logging the ice time as well. Let's see Drew Doughty. Uh, hey, he got the his average 20 over 26 minutes of ice time tonight. 26 11. He played over 6 minutes of the final 10 in this game. He was an absolute beast again. Tonight. We've talked about how well he's been of late, but a bunch of guys, big eyes time tonight, like I said, Sean Walker had a great night, Mata was over 25 minutes, Roy over 22 minutes, so it's just, again, you're LA Kings, it's just a full team effort right now, everyone is playing so well, and it's great to see, and how about that one player in the third period where Velarde's just dangling around three guys, like the, the his line as well with Kempe and Carter had a couple of great chances in that third period as well, and just cannot find the back of the net, but again, Six straight wins for your LA Kings. They are playing some great, great hockey right now as they are currently third, up to third in the division. They are ahead of the Arizona Coyotes who had a great comfort behind victory tonight. But your LA Kings currently third in the division right now at nine, six, and three after their six straight wins. Only Vegas and St. Louis are ahead of them, but it's close, man. Like Arizona, are The Kings are tied with Arizona with 19 points. Minnesota's at 20 points. Colorado's at 19 points. This is a close, close division with a lot of hockey still to be played. And the LA Kings are in third in the division, but they have the fourth best goal differential in the division. Like, how does that work? But again, the LA Kings are just playing some great, great hockey right now. And they got two more games on the homestand as they have... A couple, as they have one day off, they have Thursday off, they travel to Minnesota where they will play back to back games Friday night and Saturday night, both 5 o'clock starts. So let's see how that goes. You know, Minnesota's playing well as well. They had a big win tonight, once in eight. So it's going to be interesting to see how these two games go against Minnesota, a team that the Kings are all too familiar with. And you have to remember the second game of this uh, winning streak was the 4 nothing win against Minnesota Quicks. Uh, First shutout of the winning streak. So Minnesota is going to want some revenge, obviously. We're going to have to see what happens. It's going to be super interesting to see. I'm super excited to see what's going to happen over these two games on Friday night and Saturday night. And just quickly, I want to talk about uh, the events of the past weekend for the NHL. Congratulations to the NHL on the Lake Tahoe weekend. As wild and crazy and unexpected as it was. Congrats to the NHL for the Lake Tahoe weekend. Because honestly, like I think the weirdness of all the everything that happened brought more to the event. Of course, as you, as you probably know, Col- Colorado and Vegas play on Saturday in the sun outdoors. They got one period in, and then they have to delay the game. But it comes back at night. And honestly, it was awesome because the views during the day were awesome of the sunshine. But then the views at night on the lake, like right beside the lake, but with no fans there, it felt felt very kind of campy, it felt very like it's some shitty outdoors in the middle of winter sort of thing, and that was awesome to see, so honestly, as shitty as the delay was, it was awesome and very neat for the NHL to kind of see that as well, it was really, really cool to see, and and then the the next day, Sunday, you adjust the time for the Bruins and Flyers game, so it's a little later, Beautiful, picturesque views at sunset of them playing. I know the lighting might have been a little difficult for the goaltenders, but it was beautiful from a fan's point of view to see Pasternak wearing those unbelievable glasses, missing out on Barbie Girl. He was doing his hilarious stuff, but that was also the most viewed hockey game on NHL on the NHL on NBC, which is a crazy, crazy feat when you think about it. So I think the weirdness kind of brought the fans in, and it was. It's awesome, of course. Like you can argue, they're playing at Lake Tahoe. There weren't allowed fans, obviously, and there wasn't going to be fans there, anyways. But it was just crazy to see that that's the most viewed game ever on the NHL on NBC, and it it's awesome to see. So also, congrats. So congrats to the NHL on the Lake Tahoe weekend. Out of the weirdness of it and everything, it was very very cool to see. And shout out. Dusty Gooch and his wife, Ms. Mrs. Gooch. That was awesome. I know that took their internet by storm. It was very funny, but shout them out as well. And thank you for the service that they have done during the pandemic. And with that, that has been episode 24 of season two of the King's Den. Thank you so much for joining us on this great episode. As always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the King's oh, by the way. Before we get into that, also we have a contest going on right now. I tweeted it out. It's simple. I tweeted out the link with the instructions. All you have to do is follow us on Twitter at the Kingsden THPN and follow the Hockey Podcast Network, because of course we're presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Follow the King's Den at the Kingsden THPN and at Hockey to uh to be entered. Retweet the post and the team the podcast with the most retweets. We will pick a random person who retweeted the tweet to win an LA Kings jersey. So go find the post, smash that retweet button, because you want the chance to win an LA Kings jersey. So go get it done. And then it's been there. We've had a lot of great interaction on Twitter lately as well. So keep, keep, keep it up on Twitter. It's fun to mix it up on Twitter. So keep mixing it up as well at the Kings Den thpn. Or of course, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me at Cunningham Jordy. Of course, like I said, the Hockey Podcast Network is at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Facebook. Just search it, the Hockey Podcast Network, or on YouTube for all of our great video coverage. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network. And, of course, don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including after hours and so much more. And, of course, after you're listening to this, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review. And go check out all the other great podcasts here at the Hockey Podcast Network because everyone's just killing it. Everyone's doing such a great job. All the podcasts for every team, all the individual shows, original content, go check them all out and go give them a like, rate, subscribe, and review. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great weekend. Wear your mask, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Monday for episode 25 of Season 2.